welcome to Network Wimsa's podcast. Today we speak to some very special guests from Women in Mining Argentina. And this podcast came about after we decided to collaborate more with some of the WIM organizations across the world. We were introduced through International Women of Mining, and we decided to have a conversation on a podcast to, to tell you more about our organizations and to share and collaborate and learn more about each other. So let's start with some introductions. My name is Petra Dubasani. I am the chairperson for Women in Mining South Africa. And in the real world, I'm the business improvement head for Anglo-American Platinum. I'm Bryony Lieber. I'm the lead for mentoring for Women in Mining South Africa. And as Pietro puts it, in the real world, I am a coach. Um, I focus on career and business coaching. I am Nora Fiorini. I am a consultant to WIM Argentina. And well, in the real world and the mining world, I'm also an interpreter and translator specialized in mining. And mining caught me. I mean, I got caught for this industry and I... I like to promote it. Thanks, everyone. Let me give you a bit of background about Women in Mining South Africa. So Women in Mining South Africa was formed 10 years ago, so we're just over 10 years old now. We were created initially as a networking platform uh, to create a safe space for women to meet and listen to inspiring speakers and just to get together. But it's grown into so much more, a place where you can find a mentor. It's a place where you can promote your business as a woman in mining. We've created a, a community where people can speak to each other and find supports. And we offer quite a number of work streams. So we do networking, so we do do events um, and we get speakers and uh, do panel discussions, that sort of thing. We also do advocacy for women in mining. So we speak at conferences and we try to generate content and, and thought leadership on women in mining. We have a quite a thriving mentoring program at this point in time, and we'll tell you more about that a bit later. Um, we try and connect women in the mining industry together, so we're quite active on our social media platforms, so you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and Instagram. So we, we are a not-for-profit organization. We have a couple of special projects this year as well, which we are leading, and we're trying to find sponsorship for a lot of those. And then we also encourage young women to enter the mining industry. So we, we used to do a career day every year. But due to COVID, we haven't been able to do it, but we'll see if we can resume it towards the end of this year. But we're also planning to do some work in the STEM and career um, space towards the end of the year as well. So that's us. That's Women in Mining South Africa. So Nora, would you like to tell us more about WIM Argentina? Okay, so listening to your story, uh, Women Argentina, it's always in the same focus that yours, but we are very, very young. It was officially launched on June 2020, and we are also a non-profit organization, and we also consider ourselves as a network, uh, not only a network for work, it's a web, a, work, a space where you can find support to other women. We learned what the other is doing. We are uh, finding out what are the concerns of women in our industry and how can we help them promote in the mining industry and how to help the mining industry be promoted in this general community and in the general society. And uh, uh, we have a forum and a network. We are just listening to you, I say, well, well, we are in the first steps, <laughs> but we are about 
to do the same road. We still do not have any mentoring yet, but we plan in the future. Our main focus is to be focus is to be a communicator to enable different positions to mingle, to find a way to close the gap between people opposing to mining and people favoring mining industry to find which are the concerns, try to scientifically answer to those concerns and be able to be a bridge in the different positions and help our country to achieve a better growth through mining. So Women in Mining, South Africa's purpose is to inspire women to build a better world through mining. So we've, we've we try to be quite ambitious and aspirational as to what we are doing. And one of the key um, legs for us to be able to do that is through our mentoring program. So I've invited our mentoring lead, Brownie Lieber, and she'll tell us a little bit more about how we approach mentoring in WIMSA. So the way we've approached mentoring over the last couple of years has evolved quite a bit. Um, when I first got involved with WIMSA back in 2017, we were doing a lot of in-person mentoring in what we called Mentors Manners. And those were really group workshops with young women in mining, generally with a panel of speakers who would come and talk on various different topics. And then we would open the floor for question and answer. And so it was an opportunity for women to both network and be mentored. I think a few years before that, WIMSA tried pairing mentors and mentees. And we found that that was actually quite challenging, as it is in most mentoring relationships, because often it's a struggle to find two people who actually um, resonate with each other and are able to articulate what they're looking for in a mentoring relationship. And so we've been through a couple different models. And before COVID hit, what we were talking about was one of the struggles that we were facing is that our mentoring activities all took place in one particular part of South Africa, in Johannesburg. And so they were really only accessible to members in the Johannesburg area. And we wanted to give mentoring a much broader platform because a lot of our members are spread quite widely across South Africa. And, and they weren't able to access the benefits of what we were doing. So we'd started already before COVID talking about putting mentoring online and starting to hold group mentoring as an online process. And then COVID hit and we had no choice. And so it actually forced us into doing what we already wanted to do. And I think it's given us a great opportunity not just to kind of test things out, but actually make it work. And so the way we run mentoring now, and this is the first year that we've launched this program, is um, we have a group of 42 young women in mining who applied for our mentoring program. We meet once a month online on Zoom, and for about an hour and a half every month, we talk about a particular topic. And then we break up the groups into smaller groups for more discussions and peer mentoring amongst themselves. And then in between those sessions, we've set up an online learning platform that's got pre-recorded video content relating to particular topics on pretty much around managing your career like a business. Um, so things like uh, building your personal brand and uh, communicating to make an impact and building your own network. Um, managing your competencies and, and making sure that you're resilient and relevant in the world that's changing. 
We've also set up a group on LinkedIn for interaction between the sessions. So all of our members, plus our mentoring committee, plus various other speakers that we invite over the course of the year are part of that group. And we're holding conversations there. So before and after each of the monthly sessions that we have, we talk about the theme that's coming up. We talk about activities that people can do to further embed the learning from those themes. And then we are helping our mentees to basically shine a light on themselves and show up and advocate for themselves, talk about what they're doing and use the group as an opportunity to mentor each other. And I, what I really am very passionate about with this mentoring program is that it's peer-to-peer -peer mentoring. So there isn't the pressure to try and pair a mentor with a mentee but rather it's an opportunity for women who are in the same sort of age group and level of experience to mentor each other and share their experience and share their learnings. And, and what we're seeing through this process is that some really nice bonds are being formed and women from various different minds across the country are able to share their experiences with each other and help each other solve problems. And it's a much closer-knit approach to mentoring than I think we sometimes get with an older mentor and a younger mentee. It doesn't mean that at some point we won't be looking to do those sorts of pairings where we can, but we want them to evolve more naturally than in a formal approach. So that's, that's essentially what we're doing. And yeah. Now, I think it's been a really inspirational program. Um, I've just seen the commitments and the excitements from our mentees. And of course, we use them as well in our social media platforms. So we, we're also introducing people to our mentees via LinkedIn. So they also get exposure uh, through this whole program. Mm -hmm. And I think they're also learning a lot of things that will help them to manage their careers into the future. So have you thought about um, what you'd like to do in terms of mentoring uh, in WIM Argentina? In WIM Argentina, we, we do not have an, a formal way of mentoring. What we have done last year is a kind of a book showing inspiring people, inspiring women, mainly in the industry. And we find out that there were some persons that were inspiring others without knowing that. So it wasn't, uh, when you see a person, a woman, that it's a model for you, you don't know that you are being a model. And sometimes it, it, you are helping and someone else is taking the lead that you have placed. And that way you get to be a mentor and you had a mentee without formally being gathered as mentee and mentor. And that was one of the approaches. And it was a nice, very nice book. And um, it showed the profiles of the persons. It also helped to identify you with someone else that uh, has made a great effort and it doesn't and it's and they were not arranged in an order related to their being senior or junior or to their career or being professional they were just organized in alphabetical order and i think that is important to provide all of them the same level of importance i mean it doesn't matter what you do you could be a mentor and you can inspire other women to be better themselves, to improve themselves, to gain career, to gain exposure. And I think that was great uh, and a great idea. I mean, 
I am very new at Women in Mining as a consultant. I was just one of the members of a forum. We have a chat over WhatsApp. It's a forum with about, I think we are 180 members now. So it's an informal group. We speak to each other freely, whatever our opinions are, but we feel we are on the same line. I mean, we are all women. We are all in an industry that many times we have to stand up and say, no, this is good for the country. This is something good. We, it doesn't mean that mining is bad. So there is a common view that help us find each other as friends. Uh, though we, most of us have never seen each other, even the face in a photo, because we just have our comments and then we explain and we are sometimes just a number. Okay, so, well, I don't know. I went through the branches <laughs> about mentoring and I don't know whether that uh, that will be a good answer. Well, Nora, I loved what you were saying about how anybody can be a mentor and how often people are mentoring without even knowing that they're mentoring. And it's we, we so often hear people saying, I don't know where to find a mentor um, or I've asked somebody really kind of senior to me or somebody who's very high up in the organization and they've said no. And so often what we're trying to communicate to people these days is, it, firstly, anybody can be your mentor. Secondly, if you're looking for a mentor, you need to know what it is that you're looking for. And then be intentional about looking for those examples around you. It doesn't have to be somebody who's famous or at the top of the organization. It can be somebody who's a year or two more experienced than you. Or it can be somebody who doesn't even know that you exist. If you watch them and you look at them intentionally to see how they manage themselves, how they do things, and you ask questions, there is so much mentoring around you. And we miss those opportunities because people seem to glamorize the, the idea that a mentor has to be somebody who's at the top of an organization. So I really love that you picked up on that. And I think a lot of people here have also had inspiration from the WIM 100 nominees who go into the international WIM book every two years, I think it is. And how often those women also don't know that they're inspiring anybody, but they get nominated by people who've noticed them. Um, and, and their stories really do inspire and give a lot of um, insights to other women who are following in their footsteps. So I love your approach and I'm really glad we got to hear how you're doing it. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's also, you know, a lot of people think that your mentor must be older than you and must know more about the industry. Um, but I found I, I normally take on a couple of mentees during the course of the year. And I found that I also learn a lot from my mentees. So even younger people can mentor people who are older than them because they know all of the, the buzzwords and the lingo and the technology that I'm not aware of. So they teach me about all of those things. So I find that my mentees are also mentors to me. Well, and I think the lovely thing about being part of a mentoring relationship is that your mentees ask you things that you've forgotten you even know. So it gives you the opportunity to become conscious about things again and think about how you got there. And, and it becomes twofold because it gives you an opportunity to remind yourself that actually you have achieved quite a few things and made an impact. And it gives you the opportunity to show and tell somebody else how you got there so that they can adopt and apply what they want to learn from that process. 
Yes, in, in my case, I mean, I found out that uh, working with younger people who believe that I know a lot, I turn out to learn a lot from them because there are new views in the, I mean, I'm talking, I mean, as interpreter and translator, uh, there are new views, no new ways of uh, doing things and approaches that you may not even know. And also, as you said, you realize that, okay, I know how to do this. That's great. And, and I can tell someone else that maybe doesn't know. And I thought that everybody knew that. So I think it's, as you say, it's two-way communication. Both parties grow with the mentoring. In general, I believe that in any interrelationship without people, you learn, you always learn. Yeah, I mean, and just to build on top of all of that, you know, um, the next question I had was around, what does it mean for you to be part of a WIM organization? And, you know, I thought about it uh, because I was going to ask the question. And I think even before COVID-19 hit us at the beginning of last year, it was a reason for me to get out of the house. You know, uh, once a month there was a talk and I could go and spend some time with some other inspirational women and I could um, get out of the house and meet some new people who I might not have met before. So it was quite a nice way to meet new people. And then when COVID-19 happened, it was a way to still connect with people, you know, still dial into a virtual event in the evening and still connect and still feel that you're connected to a community somewhere. So it was very important for me to still be part of that network. And then, of course, being part of the committee, it's whole next level. Um, we really are. Uh, I'm part of a committee of really inspiring, dynamic group of ladies who really are passionate about women in mining. And it's been a real pleasure and a privilege to work with all of these women. And they've, um, they've really become a group of friends, actually. You know, I think what's happened over the, the past couple of years is we've, we've got to know each other. And like you say, I mean, we have our WhatsApp group and we, we speak to each other. But I think it's been to work together as volunteers brings a whole new dimension to being part of a women in mining group. So for me, it's been a really inspiring and learning experience um, and very, very, very meaningful to be part of this, this organization. I don't know how it's been for you, Brani. It's been phenomenal. Um, and I say that because I joined WIMSA at a time where I was changing careers. Um, I worked in the mining industry for almost 18 years and didn't know that WIMSA existed. Um, I was consulting to the mining industry. A lot of my work was outside of South Africa, and I actually had a very small mining network in South Africa. And then I left consulting and moved into coaching and, and didn't have much of a network at all. And somebody suggested to me that I should join WIMSA, and I did. Then I got co-opted onto the committee, and it's catapulted my positioning and... Um, given me a platform to meet people, to share my knowledge, to build this mentoring program, um, to sit on webinars and and not just do good through volunteering for the industry, but also build my business and my brand. And and it's 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 really been quite amazing. And as Petra says, I've got my Wim sisters um, who have become really close friends and kind of like my network and my little board of directors who I consult with when I'm kind of thinking things through. So anybody who's not part of a group like this and anybody who doesn't volunteer should really consider volunteering because it's an amazing way not just to 
pay it forward, but to build your own brand and build your network at the same time. I would like to continue with something that you two mentioned. Today in Argentina is the mining day, also mining industry day. And uh, one of the messages that I received in our smaller group, because uh, uh, women in Argentina has a bigger group where everybody can, every woman can be part of it. And then we have a smaller group, which is for consultants or persons who help the committee. So one of the expressions that I best liked was that uh, the feeling that we feel like friends. And it's like, it's not only a working community. So we feel we are friends, that we have so many things in common. And as you say, Brandy, in my personal life, it helped me a lot to learn that there were so many other women related to the mining industry. I have been in the mining industry as a provider, supplier for more than 20 years. And about a year ago, one of my professors because I study, I mean, mining caught me so much that I ended up studying mining geology at the School of Geology in the university. And one of my teachers uh, told me, do you want to be part of the forum of the mining in women? Oh, yes, I say like, ah, okay, let's go. And, and I found that there is so much in common. It's so, so nice to be there, to be part. And I, f I feel part of, of the mining industry much more now than all through these 20 years that I've been a prov just a provider. And, um, yes, it's, I think it's personally for, for, as a person, it helps you grow as a person to learn the realities from others and uh, it also of course helps you a lot from the point of view of your career no doubt I mean I was not known anywhere and all of a sudden some people know me just because I am I am the middle <laughs> I am the middle I'm in the industry that's it so I think it's a win-win there is no way that you may lose being a volunteer and yeah. uh, though many people believe that the mining industry is related just to money because it's big companies, big amount of money is going somewhere. And to, but it's it's mostly a mean to growth for mm -hmm. remote locations where it's, there is nothing else. I mean, there are a lot of populations, there are a lot of small towns in my country that have no other opportunity that. Uh, young boys are staying just doing nothing uh, because they have no future. So the only solution for them would be alcohol or drugs. And the possibility of a development, of an industrial development, which what it is, and mining industry is that, a mine is an industrial development, they will give them a new world. They would expand their wins. They will be able to think of something different than they, what they see every day in their small community. That, I mean, for that, uh, you should embrace mining. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think we would agree. I think there are a lot of towns in South Africa that wouldn't exist if it wasn't for mining. Yeah, for sure. And then we should also, um, you know, think about how do we support the communities around um, and the women in the communities around um, mm -hmm. all of the all of the mines and how do we get them to be part of this part of this industry and be able to contribute towards it. 
So I wanted to talk about what your sort of long-term aspirations were for uh, WIM Argentina. So where do you see yourself going in the next five to 10 years or so? Well, the main objective is to increase the number of women working in the mining industry to provide women more working possibilities and to be able to join other non-mining women and make them part of the mining industry and help them promote their business, whatever it is as entrepreneurs or as professionals, help them grow together with the growth of the mining industry so that they be a part, a promoter of growth in their own communities. So for Women in Mining South Africa, um, our aspirations for the next couple of years, for 2021, um, we have our theme is shine. So we're trying to shine a light on a number of, of topics. So we're looking at safety, heroes and heroines, um, inclusion and diversity, navigating your career and empowering women. Um, my term is for this year, next year, and then after that. So I have a long-term plan because I've made sure I had a very dynamic deputy president or deputy chairperson who's going to be taking over from me. Um, so we, at least for the next four years, have got a plan on what's going to happen. But what I'd like to see at the end of um, five years from now is... You know, I'd like to see a strong WIMSA, which is well-sponsored, um, driving meaningful projects that support the growth of women in the mining industry. And I think the mining industry is going to change over the next couple of years. We're already seeing the impact of automation and mechanization and modernization on the types of careers that are coming out in the mining industry. And pretty soon, I don't think that you're going to need to be strong to work in the mining industry at all. Uh, physical strength is not going to be um, a requirement, which means there's absolutely no barriers to entry for any woman. And I'd like to see that as we go into the future, that any woman who chooses to be part of this industry can enter it. They can get in, they can be part of it, and they can um, productively you know, contribute to the economy um, by being part of the mining industry. So that's what I'd like to see in the next five to 10 years. And I'm really intending for WIMSA to play a role in um, making that happen. Thanks everyone for joining us for this conversation. It was lovely to speak to you. Thanks, Petro. It was a great opportunity to be here and to get to meet Nora from Argentina. Petra and Brioni, it's been very nice to meet you both and get WIM organizations together. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.